0: You were really sad. Putin's got cancer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, what? Sweat, sweat equity podcast what? and streaming show the number one comedy business podcast in the world. Woo! <laughs> yeah, Ric Flair, I hear you. Uh, pragmatic, I <laughs> pragmatic entrepreneurial advice with the real raw dog talk. Uh, listen to us on iTunes, Apple Podcast, Spotify. It youtube kind of vimeo for sure because we're hot on vimeo baby uh, uh linkedin uh, your mom sony walkman all that stuff hey uh it, hey hey <laughs> you like that i'm here just I'm doing that attention. just doing that hey hard <laughs> um this episode is sponsored by squarespace create a customer website or online store with an all-in-one solution from our dogs at squarespace We've made about 200 sites or worked on 200 Squarespace sites on our own, probably I don't at know. this point. You say that—that's a lot, it, for sure. But um, it's my go-to for a CMS, content management system. You can—you've uh, got Fluid Engine now that you can make websites any which way you want it. No programming, no coding, unless you want to. It's up to you. Okay. You can add integrations, no, no problem. Lickety spray I want to You start with that free trial today. With the promo, with a link in our uh, our episode description, and if you don't need a website, you should need a website. Everybody should have one. But if you don't need one, um, and you want to help out the show, you can be our BFFs by subscribing to the podcast and whatever you listen it to, uh, rate it five stars, Get, you know, give us a little hookup. Holler if you hear me. Okay. And uh, write a short review, and then share the show. That all that takes thirty seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe ninety do it, Maybe I ninety if you're driving, it. right? Um, just do it. Share the show. Hey, here's something you like. Big jokes and business, right? Yeah. Entrepreneurship and vagina stuff. Let's get it going. Haddy totty.
1: listening to the sweat equity podcast sweat equity. This is the first duo podcast. I wasn't sure if I clicked the right fucking zoom link when I opened up. So pleasure to meet you guys.
0: Yeah, we were just scurrying. I like it. We saw your email that we didn't see for the last hour about the passcode and we thought we turned it off. Yeah. It was almost two in a row there for us. Yep. Yep. Uh, All right. um, But yeah, I like that you're coming in kind of, frustrated at your computer like we are
1: uh that's my entire life brother so no worries
0: what what does that mean lay it on us i've I've
1: been i've been in computers or dealing with computers since i was eight years old it's always frustrating even as a technologist these things i i used to they used to work for me but now i work for them
0: well before we get into that i want to i want to know more about that before we do that um why don't you tell everybody where to find you um you know social media websites otherwise
1: yeah linkedin is your best bet it's just bow button Uh, b-e-a-u-b-u-t-t-o-n i'm the only one on linkedin um i do have a pretty active twitter account but most of that's just copied from linkedin
0: all right i i hope that ding dong from the our otter ai that integration came in
2: yes it's definitely in there okay it's in the show it made it
0: we'll put we'll put all the links in the uh episode description um so, okay, so we, we always ask uh, – oh, here's a good question that I forget to ask too. Have you listened to this show before?
1: <laughs> I have not, no. I have uh, Carson going out, crawling the internet for shows he feels like that would be compatible with. But no, I'm not familiar with your show, but I will be now.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if your booking agent did that as well because <laughs> we get some that I think they just – I think they'd probably just programmatically scoop up a bunch of. Uh, this will be podcasts. all right with Bo. I
2: think no. Bo will be good.
0: No, he, he dropped an F bomb no. in thirty it, seconds. Well, it he's looks like great.
2: he's taking like it, it, the computers behind you look like they, uh, they they caught your wrath.
0: Yeah, for anybody,
2: it, it looks like you've. So just done Anybody some on audio? There, so that's cool. He, he,
0: you can tell he's a real uh, a real technologist because he's in a very boring room, like Bill Belichick decorated it. Right. Like, it's, yes. it's there's not nothing, filing cabinet. There's nothing on the walls. There's That a, matches the wall. the grayest gray filing cabinet and then open towers of, uh, you know, servers or it looks like if you had a, if you had a PC in the 90s. Kind I, of. Was,
1: I was harvesting GPUs, yes. <laughs> I was going through some computers we had in storage and I was taking out their GPUs, but they've been sitting there for about two years. I haven't moved them. <laughs> uh,
0: it, it makes a statement. It's like I got things going on.
2: You know, it's like a message to the others.
0: It's so, not
1: staged. I promise you it's not staged.
0: I would hope not because <laughs> that, that would be a bizarre. Very <laughs> authentic. I will yeah. give you that. Oh,
1: He knows a lot about computers. He has two of
2: them open on desk. <laughs> shit, I got to convince him. Quick, give me some wires. Throw that shit on the desk. Well, there, perfect.
0: Well, we always ask everybody that came on the first time. And by the way, we're the number one comedy business podcast in the world, so you're welcome. Uh, um, we always ask everybody coming on for the first time, um what advice would you give your 13 year old self
1: well oh, that's a unique one for me since I, yes. I started so young
0: 13
1: uh i would have already been in the, the software development profession what i would have told myself is any money i have put it into real estate literally like i know as a 13 year old my options would have been limited but like find somebody i trust as an adult that could you know tr- like manage my money for me instead of buying you know garbage or electronics because uh i wouldn't i wouldn't be sitting here you know having to continuously grind uh, if i would have invested in real estate that that is the
0: only
2: that's that's a new one
0: that's the only answer we've had that's been an investment like you right. did, you did back to the future like right. uh yeah like when what's the dude uh what's the bad guy's name back to the future too Biff? yeah well, you know like remember. biff biff like for what, yeah. didn't he get all the super Bowl bets and yes. stuff yeah and that's he made how money became
2: rich, but yeah well I mean maybe the the question is what what advice would you give your eight year old self yeah because' like when how far back should we go here? you're you're a yeah. real entrepreneur now,
1: eight was that pivotal intersection where I went from being a kid playing hide and go seek to being hunkered down in my bedroom learning how to program um let's wow. see well, so, so it was, what, was eight. okay um Honestly, it's still relative to finances. Like cool. at the end of the day, just just you know, keep on, you know, hold more of my cash. I, I have a very interesting relationship with money. So like everything, when it comes to advice, if I could go back in the past, it would have been, hey, be, be, be a spendthrift. Um, but yeah, even as an eight-year-old, I was outside you know making money with my mom or cutting grass when I was a teenager. But yeah, just hold on to more of that money. Uh, and, and, and again, as I got older, I would have been better
2: off. I'm still grinding. I'm 39 now.
0: Yeah, you're about our age, you know. um, Exactly
2: our age. When's your birthday? I mean, it could be the same birthday. May twelfth, nineteen eighty-three. Okay, about four months older than me, but whatever.
0: Um, It would have been cool. uh, Really, you were really shooting for the moon there. Um, What a big goal! So, so I I wouldn't do our audience uh, I would be doing a disservice to our audience if um, I didn't ask what were these big losses? Were you going kind of MC Hammer style?
2: How many tigers did you have?
0: Yeah, well, well no, no, not even like that. So I, I've always, I'm, I'm, I'm
1: very attracted to learning things, and I, I, when, when it comes to a new hobby, if it's a, you know, drones, cameras, anything, um, I, I have a zero to a thousand personality. So my, my shortcoming is is I will invest very heavily into that hobby, even if I don't necessarily continue the hobby. So. I've gone through everything uh, and I still have most of those things either in storage units or in the house or somewhere in the office. Um, But I don't, it's not a regret because the the knowledge or the things that I've learned in in going down those rabbit holes uh, is precious to me. That's why people still come to me and ask me these questions and I have a lot of, you know, background information on pretty much every technologically tangential subject. But yeah, it wasn't like I was buying Ferraris or anything. Uh, nothing like that, thank God. No drugs, nothing like that. It was just I, I don't hesitate to buy, you know, technology or gadgets if it, you know, allows me to learn something new. Oh, I can feel that.
2: Yeah, yeah. And turn the turn the cameras around in this room. Looks exactly I, I like your. You looks exactly like your background. TV.
0: Yeah, um, you know, my goal this year, instead of having 20, my New Year's resolution goal, it wasn't, I was having 20, a list of 20 and seeing if I can knock them all off. I get about half of them the last couple of years. And this, the goal this year, because I'm not naturally money hungry, but I need to be, because I don't want to be in this position I'm in forever. So it's just one goal is like, just make over 200K this year. Just do that. And everything else will take care of itself. That seems to be the, the the hard line to do. Um, but it sounds like you're kind of in the same thing cuz I would forego – I mean, I've been doing stand up 15 years and that is a negative money game until <laughs> yeah. until you make money magically somehow mm-hmm. until you're headlining and stuff, but like it, it you do it I do it cuz I love it, you know. Low uh,
2: overhead there though, you know.
0: Same well, same with the podcast. You know, this is we're not <laughs> we're not buying ferraris from the podcast yet. Um but it's one of those things where got no overhead. But it does. We do see the force for the trees, where it, it is kind of that thing where you know this, this show specifically, we feel like we we do have proof of concept now. Our, our low self esteem about doing this is gone, and that's in the past. We know the show's good. It's just we got to figure out how to kind of get it to that next level. What what do you think Ooh. your your um, What do you think your self hurdles are in the business world?
1: I mean, honestly, I, I don't see any for the business. I mean, I've been a serial entrepreneur my entire life in the current business, Atlas Reality, uh, by far the most financially successful that I've been a, a participant in. I, I've had one other successful exit, but it was coupled with a divorce. So it almost was a net zero transaction. Uh, you know, you see success, you cash out for money, and then you see attorneys and, and XY oh, money. <laughs> <it.
0: laughs> so, we uh, are cut from the same cloth. That's we know that game. my agency d- fucking dissolved because I was having a drama all the time. I was being, I would walk in the house and be told, you're a bad husband, you're a bad son, you're a bad father. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, cool, cool. I'll take the yeah. kids now.
2: Well, I don't need to go with that down that way. I and you just keep it, you know. You can't well, sue you
0: me. You can't sue me, because it really happened. Um, well, I know. <laughs> uh, mm. What? No. It, dude, you want to go back in episodes and listen to <laughs> both of <laughs> our, like, your no, your no. divorce is a year after mine kind <laughs> of no, thing? No,
2: I don't. It was uh, sad
0: times. Um, <laughs> but.
2: I want to hear about Atlas Reality.
0: With every bad, there's a good. And that, that probably, maybe, maybe that ignited you to kind of get this going.
1: Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I've always been self-driven. I've got an insatiable curiosity. Uh, it's not just software; like anything tangential to computers, electronics, I've always been fascinated with. Um, I, I enjoy tinkering, taking things apart, learning about them. But my attention span's relatively short. But yeah, I mean, that did drive me and motivate me. When you have three kids and you've got you know all of these things, these financial kind of obligations, you you need to set yourself up for success. But Atlas Reality uh, originally started off as a company called Cerberus Interactive. We were a uh, software development, uh, really video game development consultancy. We built games for other companies, and we did that for about a year, and we pretty quickly realized that uh, even though you're building games, which can be fun, building games for other people is a complete, it's its bullshit. It's not fun. There's no joy in it. So we pivoted, and we decided to build our own game. The first game we built was called Atlas Empires, which is kind of an amalgamation of Pokemon Go and Clash of Clans, and then... A clash of clans and then the current game that we're working on that's live is called atlas earth um and, and that's by far our biggest success to date
0: atlas earth um uh i it, i want to play it but i have um, pretty much given away video games in my life because i get addicted to them and that I can just tell by the logo. I think I get addicted to Atlas Earth. Yes, it's it's probably not what you think.
1: So I don't, oddly enough, I don't play games. I have probably one of the largest uh, console collections in in, in Austin, if not Texas, when it comes to legacy 8-bit, 16-bit machines. Uh, Again, it's it's the appreciation for the hardware and what the, the, the original OGs had to go through to build games. But I do not have the attention span for a game like these new modern games that when you install them, there's a fucking career mode. And I'm like, I've got a job. I don't need like to learn how to be a driver to drive a car. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's 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 an attraction there. But Atlas Earth is a play-to-earn game. And it's it's not for everybody. We want it to be for everybody, and we're getting it there. But it's in the virtual real estate kind of genre. So uh, it's not something you're going to be playing every day against other people. It's, it's a relatively passive game, but we pay people in cash. Um, you can actually earn cash. You can check or cash out into PayPal. Um, and, and that's the attraction for most of our
2: audience is passive income. Hmm. Okay. That's very, well, now, now I want I'm to know how this game works. How do you get, how do you, uh, how, why are you paying people? What, what does how that do? We, why would you do and that? how do yeah.
0: you do that? What, we what were, it brings so? in revenue to do that?
2: Yeah, we were inspired by this
0: Web3 movement. So it's, oh, no. It's, 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 we, okay, so d- d- bad news for you. We had a guest last episode that uh, was on NyQuil. I don't know. Like,
2: uh, he was uh, very much talking about Web3, and we just didn't get it very good. He, he looked like he well, was in a hostage so,
0: situation to be on the show that he asked us to be no on. No nope pressure.
1: I am not a Web3 champion. I talk more shit about Web3 and yes. blockchain cryptocurrencies than cool.
0: anybody. Go. Um, go, go, go. I'm not
1: a fan of, of what they're doing in regards to, like, the snake oil salesman type, you know, approach. But the technology, we could get into the weeds if you wanted to. But, like, we were inspired by what we thought Web3 meant. So my partner saw me, uh, I'm, I'm the CEO of the company. Web one, the original internet was access to information. Web two was access to people. So think about you know MySpace and Facebook. In web three, our kind of interpretation is you, you've got these stakeholders, the individuals like yourself, we're logging into Facebook and Instagram or TikTok religiously, we're being monetized. We are the currency. And for us, web three is about ownership. We want our users to have some equity, something tangible in what we're doing. So share in our success. So the business model that we built we sell virtual real estate. We allow you to earn virtual rent. That rent accrues at are relatively slow. I mean, pennies, pennies, fractions of a penny per second. But there's things that you can do. And the entire game loop is if you do something in the game that allows us to generate revenue, we'll share that revenue with you in the form of virtual rent. So if you watch an ad and we get a nickel, you'll get a fraction of that nickel. And when it gets to $5, you go log in, you cash out to PayPal, and boom, you've got money in your checking account
0: interesting do you want to be slumlords i'm gonna in, download it in the virtual world <laughs> can i go grant get grant cardone on this one and just oh start-
1: jesus you don't <laughs> talk about grant cardone no, i don't know what the fuck i watch but like i get fed his videos like it's it's bad
0: i like him i just i don't think i think he assumes a lot of people can just get that kind of uh work ethic he has you know
1: yeah it's i don't know how much of it's illusion i have what i would consider an incredible work ethic but I also have, I mean, I'm, I'm real when it comes to like expectations, uh, you know, the intersection of opportunity and preparedness is like some people's definition of what? That's my definition. Some people just get lucky in business deals and have lump sums of cash fall into their checking account. I've had that, but I've had it also disappear just as quickly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think they, they really do a disservice to most Americans or most humans, quite frankly. It's not that easy. But yes, you, a lot of what he says, like the spirit of what he says is true, but it's not that easy for everybody. We're not all created equally intellectually, physically, and like initiative wise. We're not all self-driven.
0: Yeah, well, I think we we can put our own barriers in front of ourselves. So I do buy into what him or Gary Vee will say. It's how they say it a lot of the time that I like to make fun of.
2: Very dismissive.
0: No, it's just like, you got to get up, bro. You got to go. Like, I love Sundays. Sundays are my day. Yeah. I know. You know that's like Gary right. Vee. Like, that's what I, I'm already started on Monday, dude. Yeah. I and know. you're like, you're a natural Adderall. Like, that's, like, <laughs> yeah. you have that in your veins. You don't have to take anything. There's just some people that are like that. Um, I, I
1: know a handful of very high energy Gary V like people, and not all of them are successful. They've got that drive, but they just choose to just live a, I mean, it could be status quo, complacency, or they're just genuinely happy doing what the fuck they're doing. They don't need all of that. Um, I, I teeter-totter on the, obviously, I want to be happy, but I also want to be able to make a, a dent in the world. I want to, I want to do something significant, um, more often than not, related to food and food scarcity. We can go down those rabbit holes in the future. But oh, yeah, I don't,
0: we're gonna, We got a lot of irons in the fire, and I think we're going to have to have you back on because you're a really good communicator for someone oh. that's in your field.
2: Surrounded by computers. I,
0: yeah. I'm, I'm the
1: social butterfly in tech. I've, I've always been outspoken. I'm very blunt. I have no filter. I curse a lot. So when people talk to me, they're like, well, are you a programmer? Yeah, I've been doing this literally since I was eight years old. Um, any business that I've been involved in, I've always kind of been the person that interfaces with the humans. In addition to interfacing with the you know, the, the, the technology. Uh, my partner, Sami, is the sales guy who does game design and all of that. So we're very complimentary. But, yeah, you're absolutely right. In this industry, when I go to a convention, I'm the I'm the guy that's talking. Everybody else is just quiet as fucking
0: awkward. The bad boy. Well, I can – IT. Yeah, but uh, the way you explained Web3, I can tell you, you put some thought into figuring out a concise way to explain it. And so – Yeah, it's – Like it, I – This is –
1: It I, sounds corny, but like – my conscience is more important than my bank account, and uh, people that know me and, and see how I spend money sometimes, you know, they're like, "Well, how is that possible?" You know, you've blown five thousand dollars on you know high-powered model rockets, which is not a joke. Actually, it was more like ten grand. But you know, long story short is <laughs> I come from very humble beginnings, and I think that's really been instilled in me. Like I treat people right, and I want to treat the customers right. I am not going to put my name on anything that's remotely close to snake snake also like Web three. What I just described to you has been three years in kind of like the making. Like, How do I describe it? It's ownership. People want equity. They don't want to be taken advantage of. Look at Facebook's share price. Look at what Mark Zuckerberg is doing. He's buying fucking islands. Some people are just struggling to put food on the table. That's a problem.
0: Epstein Island, um, two. uh, the sequel. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's another topic. I shouldn't, I don't want to talk about
0: that. That's, that's crazy. The, um, well, it's crazy. It's not reported that, that blows my fucking mind that, that just made the news rounds for two days and okay, bye. Mm. And it's like, oh, uh, let's look at the list of the powerful people on this. Um, yeah, but being a skilled communicator, like again, you could say you've been trying to work on that for three years. I know plenty of people that would not even think about working on a way to, uh, to say that I, what I'm thinking is like, like Neil deGrasse Tyson's kind of amazing because he's a, a, a physicist, but he's also an excellent communicator in a field of people that cannot yes. talk. And, yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: and I feel like I, I get that kind of vibe out of you. Do you have a podcast? Are you doing like, are you on the I, stage I, I... at these trade shows? Cause you should be.
1: No, no. And, I'd like to. I'm growing into that role. Um, I, I'm a behind-the-scenes person, quite frankly. Where I'm happy is solving like hard technical problems, doing R and D. But since we've seen a, a, a fair amount of success with Atlas Reality and people like yourself, you know, they they receive my kind of tone and energy well. I am trying to figure out what makes sense. I had some videos, some short-form videos I was doing on LinkedIn. The problem with LinkedIn is it's dry. That's not the place for me to be myself. So I need to figure out what that outlet is. Um, I think it's a 2023 objective. Like you said, one of your goals was to make a certain amount of money. One of my goals is to figure out where I fit in on the Internet. So I'm not just writing software. I'm also sharing these ideas and being myself. I, I don't know where it will be. It won't be on fucking TikTok, and it most likely won't be on LinkedIn. I can
2: assure you that. Yeah, those are sp- – sorry. Yeah, no, I mean, so I was going to say you might have a, an obligation, really. Not everybody wants to do it, but if you're, uh, if you're good talking with your words, Eith. You know, not everybody <laughs> like can do Eric, it. Like I Eric, it.
0: <laughs> the wordsies. Mm, the wordsies. Uh, <laughs> um, you've been playing words with friends too much. Yeah, yeah that loose dictionary they got on that. Um, but my thing is, like, uh, I think, I think you could do what you know we're doing on a very smaller level. Is you can kind of leverage you doing that personally as a personal brand, which I know you probably don't like. To hear that, um, yeah. Look, it it, it feels gross. I, I get douche chills when I talk about it for my own like comedy career and, and stuff like that. But at a certain point in time, what what am I going to do on your deathbed? Are you going to look back and go, I'm glad I overthought doing that and didn't do it? You know, like, and we I, we can offline we can tell you how to. Be really efficient with a podcast because we got this like oh, I'd, live on I'd tape.
1: Absolutely love to, to pick your brain. That that's something that I'm very interested in. Um, we'll fly I, to I we'll fly to Austin. Do so that again. <laughs> we'll
0: fly to Austin. We'll we'll do get some Lucy's fried chicken if it's still around.
1: Look, look Lucy's is around. There's yes. one right around the corner on Whitestone up the, here in Cedar Park. But yeah, no, look, I, I appreciate it. I'd love to communicate with you guys because it's definitely something I'm passionate about. I've always been behind the scenes though, and in, in the last few years, you know, i I've, I've kind of been. I don't know where or what's compelling me, but um, more than likely it's this misinformation. I'm very blunt. I, I study things. I know it as fact. I'm not a spiritual person or religious person. I'm not trying to indoctrinate anybody. I'm just trying to tell you what's going to be useful. So I do think there's an audience. I just need to figure out how to get out in front of them. So any help would be appreciated.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we'll we set that up after, after, um, after this episode. But uh, going back to the virtual real estate, you know, Let's let's. Oh, I'm trying to stay in like some one main topic, <laughs> yes, for for, oh, for for at least this episode. Um, you know, video game development is, is, is becoming very interesting, it's it, because it's becoming such a blend of uh in people's brains. I think, like, this virtual reality space, like what you have on the website about Atlas Reality is um, you know, it reminded me of augmented uh, real uh, what is it, augmented reality apps were like.
2: The first time I saw, like, you oh, could. Like, Pokemon Go, which. Well, uh, I, I was I it was brought up before.
0: I, no, I was literally thinking of, like, the one, the app that, like, you could show the room and it would give you the measurements and the, it would give you sure. the volume of something. You know, like, that, that still kind of blows my mind, honestly. No, oh, <laughs> I got to show you
2: the Mario Kart thing that you could do Mario Kart through your house. It's cool. Oh, fuck. Augmented reality Mario Kart. That's by
1: far one of the most impressive AR applications, the Mario Kart, where you have a physical RC yeah. car, it's coupled with cameras, and then in the actual game, you're seeing your living room. Mm-hmm. Um, I've only played it twice. Uh, again, I don't have the attention span for it, but yeah, there are very few applications of AR that are useful. Like, Pokemon Go obviously is great, they have an audience, they're making a lot of money, it's a really big IP, people enjoy the game. For us, even though we we masquerade as an augmented reality app, we don't have that, like, traditional gorilla arm, you're holding your phone up and you see some bullshit on a map kind of (laughs) implementation. For (laughs) us, augmented reality is you've got a real map. So we build location-based games, much like Pokemon Go or Niantic, but instead of having that kind of gimmicky AR thing, we're just calling augmented reality the fact that we superimpose things on the map that really aren't there in reality. And even further, what, and this is how we monetize the game, in addition to you know, in-app purchases where you're buying virtual currencies or watching ads, we're, we're, we're trying to create this virtuous cycle between what you do in real life and what you're doing online. So we have a nationwide network of merchant partners, Burger King, Popeye's fried chicken, Jamba Juice, Auntie Anne's pretzels, Speedway Gas, that we have contracts with that allow us to drive business to them from our virtual game, and our players are rewarded for spending money at those merchants. So, again, trying to reward people for behaviors that they already have that are established. Introducing new behaviors or changing existing behaviors with, with players is very difficult. So if you're going to buy groceries, why not be rewarded for it? If you're not using a reward, you know, cashback credit card, we'll reward you an in-game currency. So that's what we're considering an augmented reality. Uh, we don't really like to say, have any of those gimmicky, like, throwing the Pokeball, catching a Pokemon ghost style thing
0: we need to have them like come on the show. How do we virtual reality? Well, how do you get come it, in our could, studio?
2: Is there a place for a podcast in, in the Atlas?
0: Yeah, I've, reality. Heard, I've heard about virtual like comedy
2: how, shows and stuff. It, yeah. How could that work?
1: Not, not yet. So, you know, there's this, this metaverse kind of topic. I'm not a fan of the, the term, quite frankly, because it's difficult to define. No one really has given me a definition that's satisfactory, but like, Interacting with people in three dimensions. Like we're we're talking now two-dimensional, you're behind a camera, I'm behind a camera, we're ourselves. It's just projecting an image. You know, I, I was part of a, a very early and you might have heard of a, a game called Second Life from a company called Linden Labs. We're talking 10, 12, 15 yeah. years ago. Yeah. 3D spaces, but you know, for, for me, going online in 3D, in like let's say an Oculus Quest or a VR headset and watching a podcast is something that I would be entertained by. I would do it. And I haven't done it myself. I haven't like seen or witnessed it, but I have gone to concerts with my uh, 15-year-old son in a game called Rec Room, um, which was mm-hmm. kind of mind-blowing. But um, no, in Atlas Earth right now, we're literally just location-based on your mobile phone. We're working on companion apps, uh, and one of which will be a virtual reality app that probably won't see the light of day into 2025, or 2024, rather, but... Um, we, we are working on ways to allow people to socialize social uh, interaction right now is not something you do in the game. Uh, we want to bring that, but we, we're continuously building out the core features at the moment.
0: Yeah. Uh, we call dibs on first podcast on there. Okay. Uh, Dib, dibs. Yeah.
2: It's good. Let's it's, do it. It's
0: let's binding it. contract. Cause we said it on there.
2: Um, we've got a three sixty camera.
0: Yeah, we, we were messing talking with that. Talking about
2: investing in, ch- <laughs> just forgetting we're, it, about it. It's around here somewhere.
0: I, I, honestly, big there's big so rag. much other equipment around here that. We were kind of hypocritical uh, talking about your no, background. But I owned it. Um, <laughs> but look, I, I, I have a similar kind of thing where I'll, I'll pack rat some parts of my, my life, and it's not good um, for me. But uh, this sounds overwhelming. Like, not only just, like, the game itself to have it develop, this, you have to have a good – it has to be a good game, right? That's always tough. And, and I think about the, a lot of these games that are uh, kind of next level, no pun intended, but, like, the, the, we're, you're building a world, right? So it's like – and it, it almost feels boundless. It, does this kind of overwhelm is you? Is it the
2: idea that the world is already built? Or do they build uh, it, plopping on top of it? We're we're on top of it, so it, there are
1: bounds. It's the Earth, the, the globe itself, which yeah. is attractive, but it's
0: large. Well, I mean, it's flat, it's, so that helps. Yeah, <laughs> it may very well what about be the inside. It, it, I, I'm, a, yeah. I'm a flat and oh, the hollow Earth. Are are I believe it's, it's flat, flat and over. it's hollow in the middle. Right, and it's hollow. Oh,
1: shit. It's like a uh, square bagel. <laughs> uh, that would make mapping technology way easier because right now we have to unwrap an uh, oblique spheroid onto a rectangle and you get distortion at the poles. But anyhow. But they uh, want you, you to believe. <laughs> I,
0: lo- I, love, uh, I love old school explorers too much to be a flat earther. Give me some Magellan, some Ponce de Leon, you know, Vasco de Gama. Mm.
2: Yes, yes.
0: This is the first you know, time I brought this up on the show. Eric's like, what do you, did you read a social studies book? What did
2: you read on the toilet today?
0: <laughs> no, I've always loved explorers.
2: Throw these names out at your next dinner party. Trying
0: to take my dad to the Panama Canal because he wants to see the locks. That's the. I th- would
1: love to go see that. I've always been fascinated with that, but I, I have no reason to be there. I don't like the sun. I don't like the sand, and I don't want to be outside if it's like, I, why would I go? Austin's <laughs> a
0: great spot for you. <laughs> yeah, I don't go to Zyker Park. I don't do that. Yet. What are you talking about? Um, all right. So, sorry. Uh, We're um, well. You know, to me, it just seems like not not so much in boundaries, but it's boundless in the sense that you you can build a, you can build so much. It, like you have this, you have another world to think about. I guess is the way I'm kind of thinking about it. And then you have a business side of this and then you have oh the, uh,
2: yeah it, i could see it you it must keep you up at night the possibilities being so broad and being like wait well, to I, me I, this it, is i need to write this down like, to me it, this, this is really the ul- anything can it's, happen
0: it's the ultimate creative like because yeah. people think of I, I hate being called a creative by people because it's like no it the, you're putting me in an artsy kind of flaky Category, in my head, it's... Right. Whatever it's,
2: happens, happens. Right.
0: I, like the canvas. Like, no. I can do brand... I can rebrand your company, no problem. It's not... It, it's more math to me than it is anything else. Um, but you get labeled a creative, you're like, no, I, I'm creative in figuring out puzzles. I feel like you've got that same thing. Like, creating solutions. I feel like Jesse Jackson saying that, but I'm not creative. <laughs> I'm, I'm creating solutions. Um, All right, so... Um, Jesse Jackson. I mean, this Al Sharpton. Uh, I uh, did a black simile. So um, does this, like, does this overwhelm you? And you're a dad, too. That's not, that with three kids, you're outnumbered.
1: My, my kids are old, and they live, I, I travel between New Orleans and Austin uh, every two weeks or every other two weeks. Uh, thankfully, they're, like, 15, 10, and 12. Uh, when I first moved to Austin eight years ago, the constant travel was kind of a burn. But I don't, thankfully, genetically, I'm not, predisposition to be overwhelmed um that's just like i i I remain relatively cool calm and collected there are things that i do lose sleep over um you know more often than not it's about humans not technology managing a team building a team maintaining a chemistry hiring firing that's where most of my strife, like just with with like what i have to do as an entrepreneur or a co-founder comes from um, on the tech side, no, my partner and I we we spitball just like the two of you guys go back and forth and banter. Now, we're not sitting next to each other, but we probably talk ten times a day. Um, that's what drives like the vision of the business is we have ideas. we'll see something, we'll have an epiphany, fuck it a, a dream. like you wake up and like, hey, what about this? But we've got probably twenty four months of features that we want to roll out into Atlas earth. and and right now, Atlas Earth is really just a relatively lightweight game. We're, we've always looked at it as a platform, and we've got the eyeballs. We're at 1.5 million users, Whoa. Um, which is for a, a relatively new company. It's one, If, if you add up all of the other ones in this genre, we we, we surpass them by a lot. But we've got a lot of features that we want to add. And the core of almost all of those features is allowing us to share more with the player, allowing them to earn more. So. You know, this whole creator, creator economy, You've got, you're selling land. Well, what's the natural evolution of land set? Well, you want to build shit on the land. So think roadblocks where you can build games and interactive experiences. Now, for a small team, we're 25 people. Bringing that to fruition is not going to happen overnight. But yeah, I mean, look, it's, we've got a really you know, well-thought-out roadmap. But I, I do lose sleep over human resources. That's where I, I, most of my stress Governor. comes from
0: are we have we uh gang tape these episodes sometimes and the guest is 30 minutes early that we have uh we're gonna close out this episode anyway pretty pretty quickly how what is i got two things one you said how you got people from a you know we're in the marketing world so like the fact that you could get people from the game to go into a bk and get a whopper is one of the hardest things to do for marketing right now like to get it to get it in people's heads with repetition, to not annoy them so much with the frequency, but get them get, from going offline to online, to get them to actually physically going somewhere. So kudos to you on, on that that uh, being successful. The other thing is, what is the uh, metric y'all use? Because like for apps, you know, ten years ago, it used to be daily active users. That's that's. That's the golden metric, really, to go by is that daily active users for y'all or yeah,
1: yeah. DAU is still in our space, mobile apps and in mobile games. Uh, the, the metric that we use, we hover around seventy thousand daily active users. God damn. Um, so it's 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 pretty wild. Yeah, I mean, there's average revenue per daily active user on the financial side. So when we're talking how successfully, that's what you want to know. But like, just having people and eyeballs is not. In our world, the most important is how much money you're able to actually make per you know set of eyeballs. Um, I'm not at liberty to disclose that, but <laughs> the, we is get very common.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that's great. Um, all right, we got to have you back on. I'll uh I'll, I'll we'll email you to uh, follow up. Yeah,
1: shoot me an email. I I would love to shoot the shit with you guys. It was a pleasure meeting you, I, I look forward to hearing the episode. It should be interesting.
0: <laughs> You're gonna listen to your own episode? We don't do that.
1: <laughs> I, I always go through. It's something new. Sure. I'll probably get tired of it at some we'll, point. We'll,
0: we'll, we'll send you the link when it's up, buddy.
1: Excellent. Y'all have a great day, gentlemen. Thank, thank you. Bye bye.